Hello and welcome to Impact Quantum, a podcast about quantum computing for developers and engineers. In this episode, Frank announces the new website that will keep you up to date on all the happenings in the quantum computing realm. This episode is entitled Now is the Time to Prepare for the Quantum Computing Revolution and was recorded on a live stream and is rated 1 Schrödinger. Here is your host, Frank Lavinia. But, first, here's some dubstep. Hello, LinkedIn, Twitch, Periscope, and of course, YouTube, but mostly LinkedIn. No, just kidding. I love all the platforms equally. My name is Frank Lavinia, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Frank Diggs Data. So the title of this uh, stream is uh, basically, now is the time to prepare for the quantum revolution. I couldn't agree more. I actually came across this story uh, here on Tech Republic. Really great interview with, uh, hey, I see you have a chat machine. Yes, Mr. Roldan, I do have a new job indeed. I um, I joined Coverse uh, and they are a big data platform that handles ingestion at scale and speed of structured and unstructured data. I'll have more to say. Uh, I'll have more to say about that as time goes on. But thank you for noticing. Uh, I am really excited. I am super excited uh, to be part of this team. There's some really impactful work that we are uh, doing at Coverse. I can't talk about at the moment, but I will say it is very impactful. So thank you for noticing that, and thank you for watching. Uh, I think Alberto, you and I talked about having you on the show um, to talk about quantum computers. So definitely, definitely going to follow up with you on that because um, not uh, it was surely a coincidence in the sense that I, I saw this, but I am relaunching the Impact Quantum website. So it's not going to be just a podcast anymore. If you went to impactquantum.com, it would go to the podcast feed, but I am actually relaunching it as a, uh, its own site. Uh, right now it shows that it's affiliated with Frank's world. I don't know if that's a, that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, but, uh, that's the key here. And, um, basically, uh, one of the bits of feedback that I got was that on Frank's world, a lot of stuff which has also been redesigned and um is that there's a lot of content around quantum computing and not that that's a bad thing but folks come to frank's world for data and ai type stuff uh, so i decided that it is probably best to kind of launch a second website now part and parcel of that was uh which really enabled this is that I built out a new uh, tool for uh, basically kind of like a meta content management system, if you will. Um, I had kind of the, the uh, parts and pieces of this done in Power Apps and Power Automate Desktop, but I actually have now a command line tool where I can kind of find bits of content I like and then push that. Um, actually now I, last night I made it. So, uh, now that I have more than one site, um, I actually have to push it in multiple places and there's actually another site. Uh, actually, let me go see if I can, 
put this here, uh, impact wampum, and it's at uh, how's everyone's day going so far? Caption, let's show it here. So if you want to play along if, at home, uh, you'll see there's definitely some um, rough edges on the website. The contact form doesn't work yet, um, but it will take you to, if you go here, this will take you to um, where you can listen to this on Apple Podcasts um, and also Spotify. And I'm going to add a bunch more uh, as things go. But you'll, you'll I, I just wanted to kind of announce formally that the, the launch of Impact Quantum I say that 10 times fast. Um, but basically, that's kind of the plan here. And I um, already have a number of, uh, I'm not calling it a blog so much. It's really a news site. I'm just going to find all the stuff that's kind of newsworthy here. Um, and um, I was able to basically build out this content in no small part because of this, um, this tool that I've, that I've built. And if you're, anyone's interested in a demo of that, I will show that, yes, it is definitely a new toy. I actually have another site uh, uh, that um, I, I use SiteGround, and I just recently found out that I had unlimited WordPress sites. Now, the only limitation is kind of what your um, what the hold um, on, blanking out what the CPU kind of usage is and things like that. And I actually had some problems, which was really what what spurred the redesign for Frank's world is that the theme I was using was, was burning up a lot of cycles. Um, so that's why you would see it go off a lot. So this site is, is next on the list of things to kind of work on. Uh, but it's basically going to be kind of like a, you know, site, even though I, so, so kind of just using the domain and kind of Frank Diggs data and kind of, kind of being like an online resume is really what it's going to be. I don't foresee this as of today being a major blog or destination site. Um, which is why it's kind of been um, sidelined in favor of kind of building out, maintaining Frank's world. And you'll see, I finally got the new logo. And um, also um, working on Impact Quantum, uh, that website, which uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight posts that I've done that. Ooh, look at this. Let me open that link up. Um, can I do that from here? Add block. No, I don't want to do that. All right. Well, I can't click on that now, but I do, I do foresee, thank you for that. Uh, we'll post that later. Well, actually you've already posted in the comments. So it'll be available on LinkedIn. So thank you for that, Alberto. Um, no, I'm, I'm real excited about, um, some of the potential, um, for Coverse, uh, even though Coverse is not strictly a quantum computing type platform, but I, I'm still very passionate about quantum computing and um, I'm very excited about what, what Coverse is doing uh, in that space. And hopefully um, it's uh, hopefully I have more to say about that in the future. Um, but I'm also very excited to kind of show off some of the, the goodness that is um, kind of what you're going to see here. So, yeah, so Andy and I kind of brainstormed while I was, um, while I was on a bit of a sabbatical, if you will. And um, basically kind of like, well, what, what's been a major blocker for content production? That goes for data-driven too. Data-driven actually uh, has a blog as well. 
And um, so what, what's been a major blocker? And it turns out the major blocker is kind of, uh, was really the tools that I built as cool as I thought they were. Um, I'm trying to pull out the, um, all right, well, it looks like I won't be able to do a dingo demo. Dingo demo, say that 10 times fast. Um, that's interesting. Why do I have a notification saying that I have to get my kid from school when I already got him? Curious. Um, but yes, indeed, this is a new toy. I am really excited about this. I will definitely check out that link. Uh, quantum computing is going to supercharge artificial intelligence. I totally agree. I think that the challenge is right now is that there's just so much happening in this space that I didn't want to clog up the main part of the site with just quantum stuff. And I really wanted to specialize in niche down. It was the same argument for creating the, um, uh, the, the second podcast in the first place. So ultimately, I, um, I decided to kind of just spin up a, a second site. And this live stream, this content here will, I'll probably launch this as a, uh, the audio of this for podcast for uh, Impact Quantum. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, um, Spotify, or your podcasting platform of choice, thank you for listening. And definitely you're going to see, watch this space um, for a lot more activity and a lot of interesting things. Um, and um, I, am, I am super excited, as we would say at Microsoft. But I heartily encourage you to listen to this interview uh, or watch this interview. If you go to impactquantum.com, um, you will, it's the, as of now, it's this one here. Um, I will see if I can paste this in the chat. Let's see. Now we'll work on some platforms. I think uh, LinkedIn being one of them. Um, what does it say? It does, looks like it wasn't able to post to Periscope. Interesting. Uh, but those comments will be there. And um, if you're watching on Twitch, um, it'll be there. But uh, this is a great video interview. And um, I'm, I'm very, I was very jazzed after watching it, seeing kind of what the future holds for uh, quantum computing. And, and how now, and this is really the key, this is what inspired me to get into this space. Now is the time to prepare for this because this is, the revolution is happening and it's best to get ready now um the best time to start training is today uh not the day of the fight so to speak or, or when this becomes mainstream and who knows maybe when a recruiter calls and asks if you have 10 years of uh q sharp experience you can say in fact i do uh <laughs> but um definitely check this out i i plan to funnel most of the stuff there if you want to learn more about um actually i wasn't sharing my screen if you want to learn more kind of why i think uh and i think this will uh resonate with what uh, alberto kind of posted was how this is going to impact artificial intelligence i think that there's definitely a um if you click here the right now it's the lead story i'm going to convert this to a slider um and um but basically if you go here this is kind of my take on this and um why this is uh going on here how do you prepare that is a great question i would say i would say the for me i'll tell you what i'm doing and 
is reading up as much as I can about kind of quantum algorithms. And sometimes, I mean, let's be honest, like the algorithm kind of discussions and things like that are, I don't know, I remember this, these in college and they were kind of dry. I mean, there's no way to put it. They are very dry, right? How this algorithm works or how this uh, works. They can be very dry. I'm not saying they're always very dry. Um, I, I think the best bang for your buck in terms of preparation is linear algebra. Study linear algebra. Get familiar with it because it doesn't work the way that we that most math, uh, most branches of mathematics work. And as it turns out, it turns out that it happens to explain quantum phenomena with relative reliability. I know uh, some people will um, will say it's completely accurate, but you know what does accuracy mean in terms of a, a realm that is probability based? Um, although, as I say that out loud, accuracy can be measured in that space, but I. It's not as absolute. Um, what's interesting is how this works. And there actually was a good uh, audiobook I listened to, and I'll pull that up, maybe do a book review on it. I listened to it last summer that explains the individual who, who managed to figure out like, hey, regular mathematical models don't work on describing quantum phenomena. So quantum physics has nothing to do with uh, quantum computing. Uh, but it turns out that linear algebra in the terms of um, the order of operands and things like that, when you multiply and divide, turns to, is a very good, it, it matches very well. And if you kind of look at it, uh, well now what's very intriguing is linear algebra. Uh, linear algebra does a great job, uh, runs really well on um runs really well on uh, GPUs, um, as it turns out. So it may be very much the case that quantum computing will, or quantum algorithms will run in a regular uh, cadence in the near future, very near future, but just on conventional hardware. I think that, that, that that's something that I don't think people have really kind of, uh, well, smart people have figured it out, but I mean, that's people are people are like, wow, you know, quantum supremacy. We got to get this real quantum computer. You know, it's not as simple as that, and it may actually be more advantageous to get a quantum uh, computer or quantum algorithms running on conventional hardware. One, you can start like today, and then two, the other advantage is it turns out that the way data um can be piped into a cpu is on a quantum cpu is not going to be as fast due to certain pesky laws of physics and things like that there was actually a really good talk that was unfortunately behind the firewall uh with somebody from microsoft research kind of scolding the field people for over let me repeat that sorry scolding the field people for over promising on what quantum can do uh i heard him out I agree with 90% of what he said. I, I think that there's definitely some, there's a lot of hype around quantum computers and some of the hype is warranted. Some of the hype is not right. There's sometimes hype is legit. Sometimes it's just hype. So how do you explain quantum computing to a lay person? You know, that is an awesome question, Alberto. I would say, um, I, this is how I do it. Uh, and it all depends on what that lay person is. Are they a business decision maker? Is it my mom? Um, is it, well, my grandmother is no longer with us, but I mean, how would I explain that? Um, I'll, I'll start with that. Cause I think that's the one I think most people challenge with. And there are definitely technology, there are definitely executives, there are business decision makers that are about as tech savvy as my mom. Um, but, um, I would say this, 
is that every computer you've used up until now has worked on basically the flow of electricity, right? It's basically measuring is something happening or something not. That's why you hear the term binary, right? Because the switch is on or the switch is off. Now, if you combine enough switches together, um, oh, third graders, I like that idea. Um, well, how about I give you my pitch, Alberto, and you can tell me, would this work for a third grader? Um, my son actually in the uh, fourth grade did a uh, talk on quantum computers, or not a talk, but like his science project. So we had like a whole thing. And, um, because I was actually talking to him because I think I had just, yeah, I had just come back from the uh, MLADS conference. And you're going to hear more about MLADS soon on the podcast. Uh, but I'd done, I'd come back from the MLADS conference and had basically um, seen the light, as it were, about how quantum computing is is the future and uh was kind of explained to him why i was excited about it i think i was listening to an audiobook on quantum physics and he's like why are you listening to this and i kind of explained and um so he was kind of into the idea so ultimately um when you have something that is like a switch uh where it's either on or off right um you can more switches means more ability to represent things increases allowance i will tell him i will tell him uh, he said that he will definitely <laughs> appreciate that um but um so so ultimately now the the catch is with switches is that they're either on or they're off the electricity is flowing or they're, or they're not now if you get enough switches together you can basically control an entire concert hall worth of, of that. And that's basically where the term byte bit and a byte bit becomes byte and that becomes megabyte, which is millions and then giga, tera, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so the more switches, the more power. Now, what's interesting is instead of a traditional light switch uh, that controls the electricity flows or does not, what if you replaced some of those with dimmers, right? Well, now instead of dealing with you know one or zero now you're dealing with different sets of uh from zero to 100 let's say each one of those switches could switches or dimmer switches could represent a lot more potential um types of uh interactions uh or potential states which is a fancy way of saying that you can represent a lot more things uh, more expressly in quantum computers. Now, there is a catch, right? You can't measure, right? If you have a dimmer switch on like halfway up or you know, two thirds of the way up or anywhere, right? right? Um, it's either on or off. Yes, that is true. But is it on full power? Is it on half power, third power, whatever? So it turns out that you can't measure electricity. You can't use electricity to measure that kind of intermediate state you have to measure something else and in that case that is happens to uh be kind of the state of quantum particles which is a fancy way of saying um stuff that's smaller than an atom right so um subatomic type stuff and that's where things get really, really kind of um uh oops hey joel drop me on the live stream meet me on a live stream dude um but so ultimately, um, <laughs> ultimately, what you have to measure is something that has a quantum state. And there, many books have been written about it, but ultimately it comes down to studying probability. Um, and a quantum computer will never give you a definite answer, but it will give you kind of a, a an, uh, 
probabilities of answer. So I really do need to work on the latter part of that because I think I might have lost a third grader. There is actually a really good video on um, YouTube and it's um, a quantum researcher explaining quantum computing uh, to different levels of, of persons. Um, and, uh, you know, so first one being kindergartner and all the way up to a grad student, although, you know, all the way up to actually another quantum computing researcher. And I think, I think she does a good job of explaining it in different terms. Um, but, uh, there's certainly, there's certainly a lot to be uncovered in this space and the whole notion that it's not deterministic, um, Oh, good, good. I'm glad that worked. I do need to work on that, that, that kind of explanation. But um, there is actually a really cool animation where they talked about, like, you know, if you had two uh, dimmer switches, you can have X number of possibilities of kind of representing numbers, whereas you would need maybe about eight or 16 kind of traditional switches. Um, the animation, I think, does it a better job of explaining it than, than, than not. But the whole idea of this uncertainty, of you're not sure quite, another aspect of it here, um, and thank you, uh, Abhatar, for the questions, um, is the idea that you have a state that's not one or zero. It is effectively kind of, you have infinite states or it actually will collapse into one or zero, but until it does, it can be in any one of those. And it really becomes a game of probability. Um, so uh, that's kind of, I think, a good place to end. <laughs> uh, because one of the things I've discovered with, with, with learning quantum is it's a bit like, well, here, here's the analogy. At least for me, maybe I'm a simple-minded type guy, but there's kind of when I'm thinking in kind of conventional computing, right? That's kind of like gasoline, right? But when I have when I when I pick up a book on quantum or start you know doing research on quantum stuff, I feel like I have to take out the engine, right? Plunk that over there, and then plunk in a diesel engine. So now I have to function on diesel. So that's kind of it's just it's just two different thought processes. Now, I imagine at some point I'll get much better at the context switching, but it's kind of like, um, well, I mean, it's kind of like if you were a software engineer, right? If you if you were dealing with relational databases and relational data stores, and then you had to map that to kind of an object-oriented type structure, those are two different ways of thinking. And for a long time, it took me, uh, it was a very difficult to do that context switching. Now, over time and experience, I, I've managed to get, pretty good at context and switching between those two worlds. I'm not quite there on the quantum space, though, in terms of being able to context switch like that. But growth mindset, growth mindset. Speaking of growth mindset, I want to highlight something that I am super proud of. Follow me on Instagram, uh, which is uh, uh, Frank Diggs Data. Uh, you'll see every day. Um, uh, I am now at 323 consecutive days of tuning in to um, Pluralsight. Um, so I'm very proud of that. Um, I mean, maybe <laughs> I'm shooting for 365. I'm actually shooting for 400 days. That way I can get, guarantee I'll get to 365. But every day is a little bit different. Interesting. Uh, your explanation is historical and your entrepreneurial. Interesting. Uh, how do you mean by that? As I see you put your explanation. 
is a historical. I think I know what you meant like that. And linear algebra um, is also known as matrix math. I've heard that used matrix, matrix multiplication. That is actually pretty hard. But what's interesting about what's fascinating about uh, linear algebra is that I didn't know this, is that there are a lot of academic fields that uh, rely on linear algebra, like econometrics. When I spoke, my last user group this, uh, that I spoke to in person was in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And it turns out one of the uh, persons there who organizes it, he, uh, which if you're watching, we need to get you on the show. Um, he actually has a degree in econometrics, which is uh, based heavily, apparently very heavily on uh, linear algebra. So when you look at kind of the, you know, I told him, I was like, you know, he's like quantum's hard. And, and we were talking about this, like, but you are better suited towards being ready for that quantum algorithm world than, than the average person on the street. So it's kind of like, I'll, I'll use an analogy here is that when um, um, I have two kids and noticed that the pediatrician that we've been seeing for a number of years, she was pregnant. And, and, you know, it's like, it's like, well, you're kind of well prepared for this. And she's like, well, because yeah, you know, no one's ever really prepared to be a parent. She goes, so who knows? And I was like, yeah, but you're better skilled than the average person off the street because of your medical training. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's kind of like in that sense, you know, that that's kind of, that's kind of where I was going with that. It, that may, I need to work on that. I need to work on that analogy as well. Uh, but I have to jet pretty soon. And um, as I want to make sure I have a fresh cup of coffee before I have a work meeting, but I just want to thank you, particularly you, Alberto, for uh, tuning in. Uh, be sure to go over to impactquantum.com. Um, um, oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Right. No, I, I like that. Yeah, Cause I mean, you need, you need to understand both. Obviously linear algebra, explaining linear algebra to a third graders. Um, I don't know. If you can explain, if you, I want to know what schools, if, if the third grader gets it, I want to know what school system that third grader goes to. Um, but, um, um, but thank you for that. And thanks for watching. And, you know, actually, um, I'm, if you're interested in the idea, hit me up on LinkedIn. I'm thinking about uh, adding, because um, Frank's world is, well, Frank, uh, Impact Quantum, I'm, I'm toying with the idea of allowing guest contributors. So if you're interested in that, I've done guest contributions on Frank's world, but I, I kind of tightly control that. But I'm thinking about, you know, since it's WordPress, I can create a whole other ID. So hit me up on LinkedIn, Alberto. And uh, if you're interested in writing for Impact Quantum, let me know. I don't make any money off it yet. But when I do, uh, <laughs> I'll let you know. I'm also thinking about a virtual uh, quantum computing conference. Um, if you're uh, if you're interested in that, if anyone's interested in that, let me know. And uh, have a couple of guests lined up, thanks to a uh, contact I made um, some time ago, actually. So we'll talk more about that in a future episode, in a future live stream. And uh, as always, the door is open to anyone from IDM, Google, Microsoft, if you wish to um, come on the show and talk quantum computing, uh, or anyone, really. Um, I think it's a, it's a fascinating field. There are, are few experts. Um, so it's definitely a, a good growth, uh, trajectory in your career. Um, the math, uh, is a little scary. I will say that, but you know what, um, climbing a mountain can be scary too. Uh, but the views up top 
are quite spectacular. That's my attempt at an inf uh, inspirational quote, uh, hashtag Thursday thoughts. So my name is Frank Lavinia. Thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for everyone who asked questions, uh, particularly you, Alberto. Definitely looking forward to see you on the show. Hit me up on LinkedIn if you're interested in doing a kind of uh, guest posting and things like that. Um, definitely looking to grow kind of the, the brand Impact Quantum in the space and do a lot more. Thanks for listening to Impact Quantum. We know you're busy and we appreciate you listening to our podcast. But we have a favor to ask, please rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you subscribe to us. Of course, you have subscribed to us. Haven't you? Having high ratings and reviews helps us improve the quality of our show and rank us more favorably with the search algorithms. That means more people listen to us, spreading the joy. And, can't the world use a little more joy these days? So, go do your part to make the world just a little better and be sure to rate and review the show.